0: I don't want to be the guy that complains so much about the goal line package that involves shotgun runs, but it it is an epidemic sweeping college football that is pretty problematic. Like how you can watch the Philadelphia Eagles run the freaking unstoppable tank push play for like two straight years. And like you continue to snap the ball six yards into the backfield and have one running back with zero head of steam, like have to corral the ball and then make a man miss and then run into the, the meat wall. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Wheel Route Podcast. This is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on the internet at www.thewheelrout.com. You can send us emails to wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com. And you can get the show from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Google Podcast Center, Stitcher, etc., etc. We're also on Instagram at wheelroutepodcasts. My name is Logan Whitehouse. I'm coming to you guys scrambled. From an undisclosed location. No, I'm I'm in Stewart, Florida, as per usual. Uh, rainy Stuart, Florida. We had a lot of a lot of the rain today, on and off. So shout out to the lushness. coming back. Uh, the golf courses are struggling. Too much rain. Too much rain down here recently. So, um, yeah. Uh,
1: who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I am in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where we got a good, healthy dose. Of a soaking rain yesterday, Saturday, uh multiple inches, I think, were dropped hey. across the area. Nice. Um yeah, I'm on twitter.com at ShankJordan. Uh would like to be the first of us to congratulate the European ladies for retaining the Solheim Cup this weekend. They didn't win it, but they did retain it. Um, and that's a point that I think needs to be emphasized. Uh Leota McGuire is a straight-up killer. She played some a new awesome girl this weekend. Um, that was a lot of fun to watch. Fun tournament. Uh, tough to have like two thirty a.m. starts for the morning sessions. Um, so
0: it dovetails nicely with Pac-12 after dark. So just, yeah, well, true. Easy, we
2: got to get in shape like, for this coming weekend, though. It's going to be the same times, right?
0: So, so
1: this I think it's going to be similar. The Saturday night, Sunday morning cross over was you had Pac-12 games starting at 10. Then you had the, I believe it was the Japanese Grand Prix in F1. <laughs> okay. Starting right. at 1 a.m. Obviously. And that would have rolled right into Solheim Cup singles. And I was thinking, man, if I was, if, it, if this was 22-year-old version of me. Ten years younger. <laughs> oh, I've been all over that, just 36-hour sports bender. Just riding on straight vibes and coffee the whole time. Vibes, coffee, probably some like gummy snacks <clears throat> at about 4.30 a.m. Hell yes. Sour, sour gummies.
0: <laughs> sure, sure, Jordan. Wink, wink. Whatever you say, buddy.
2: Uh, my name is Jason Crick. I am also in... I don't know, why, did I, why does that make you laugh? <laughs>
0: I don't know. These were These stick extremely loud. Um, <laughs> before you guys Yay! Actually, gets me every time. All right.
2: Uh, I'm also in the friendly city of Harrisonburg, where yeah, we don't we had we had a lot of rain this weekend, but it was needed need to need to get things back up and lush in the fairways for the fall. I think that's yeah, it's worth it. Had to happen.
0: Football weather. Some are saying
2: it's people are talking.
1: Oh, I think we had a high of like 59 yesterday. Yeah. And it wow. just rained and gusted all day. That is extreme. I can confirm gully.
2: that the high today was like 65
1: because I checked. I was it. so sweat panted up yesterday.
0: Oh, man. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous of your sweat panting. Well, um, well, excellent. Uh, you guys drinking anything this lovely evening?
1: Uh, just more flat water and San Pellegrino. Jordan, how are the how are the internals? You doing all right? Uh, We are still in the protocols, unfortunately. Okay. Um, I think the trend is encouraging, but not uh, as encouraging as we would like.
0: Okay. All right. I'm sorry to hear that, (laughs) but I'm glad I'm glad to hear that you're staying hydrated, first and foremost. Jason, what you got?
2: Uh, I have the super fun, like three weeks of very harmless dry cough going on. Uh, yeah. Just the, the throat tickle for no reason at all for a month. So I'm combating that with a Star Hill Festy.
0: Wow! The October That's fest. Not rusty.
2: The October Fest from over the mountain.
0: Shout out! Um, I have a uh, not to be not to be named branded cup here filled with peach Waterloo. So Ooh. it's good actually. You know, sometimes fake peach gets a little weird. This one was yeah. good. I got I got to hand it to
1: the folks, the fine folks at Waterloo. That fake peach is a dangerous. Yeah. That's a that's a tight razor's edge a lot of, that brand's see, walk. A lot of people
2: effort. apparently don't know what peach tastes like and just get after it oh
0: well yeah you could say the same thing for grape and watermelon for that matter that's, yeah
2: grape grape has some grape grape has his history on its side and that's it everybody just assumes yeah, it's like mine, like right?
0: like grape grape soda is i like grape soda it is, yeah. does not taste like grapes like, no, it. Just, <laughs> it's it's nothing yeah. of, no it tastes like purple yeah it's purple yeah. it is delightful um okay well hey the slate was deep and it was long it was and what and we had ourselves a day yesterday what? And wide. That's true. There's volume to it. Someone call, Some call it a fountain. Someone um, call it a fountain. So let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Let's go right to Friday night. Let's just rip the Band-Aid off. want to start off. with the game of the year? Grab I, grab the
2: Band-Aid and yank, baby.
0: I think I do want to start with the game of the year. Um, and I'm just really excited about this conversation because... I'm like more hyped about Virginia football than I've ever been, and they may be oh, yes. as bad. They may be as bad as I've ever <laughs> seen them, and it is amazing to me. But, but uh, the
2: the way they're doing it is so much more fun than the, it has been in years. Like, like I
0: stopped you're right it, there, Logan.
1: They're not as bad. bad as they have ever been. I agree. In your lifetime. Have they ever been zero and
0: four in in my lifetime?
1: It doesn't matter. The eye test is what you're getting at.
2: <laughs> if okay. if the Europeans at the Solheim Cup proved anything for once <laughs> and for all
0: today, which has the eye test another team has. And retained, that 0-4 doesn't the tell the team. full story.
2: Hey, you know who else started 0-4? The European team at the Solheim Cup this weekend, okay, Logan. Okay, all
0: right. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's about five too many Solheim Cup references for this podcast, I got so many more. <laughs> I'm really excited, Logan. We can start naming people. But... uh um, North Carolina State, Brandon Armstrong, Dr. Bob at UVA Friday night. Again, as the good Lord intended, UVA plays only on Thursday and Friday nights, exclusively the domain of the Who's. So the eyes of America can be on the careening dumpster fire that is the Virginia football program. That is going fast. It's going places fast. And we're not sure, not necessarily good places, but they do go places fast. Um, Virginia just absolutely coughs up a tough one. Right at the end. Um, well, maybe you could say they coughed it up. They, they got themselves back into the game and then were denied overtime via coughing. Um, but yeah, I mean, fun. And we had a moment. Anthony Calandria was the main character on Twitter. Oh, we for had a moment several moments. On, on Friday night. And and, and for good reason, I, he was. It was it was awesome. He's a ton of fun. They are sort of doing the thing that I've long said. If you're going to be bad, you might as well kind of just run air raid and and air it out, and they're certainly doing that. <laughs> Whether or not those are the plays that are called, <laughs> that's what's happening. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was, it was a fun game. It was a mess, but it was fun.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed watching this game. I, like, I don't even feel down about the state of the program right now. That's kind of <laughs> where I'm at. I was just like, okay, like, th- that's what we got on Friday. Um, again, we've got a good, prospective talent at quarterback. Uh, we've prospective got... is a
0: good word. He's, 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 he's so many of his deep balls are also prospective. They're, they're
2: exploratory. They're <laughs> yeah, just, right. they're nothing but potential. Yeah, Go
0: ahead.
1: they're still in the fact finding phase. Um, <laughs> I I thought today, probably the best way to put it is like Anthony Calandria plays quarterback like a puppy with the zoomies. Like yeah, he's he's just a thousand different directions. Love You're that. like, well, this is sure is entertaining to watch. That. It produces. He awesome he plays moments. it like
0: you or I play like Madden, like just just extremely direct and aggressive and a lot of yeah. rollout. Like just I love. I mean, listen, it is great. The content is great. <laughs> well, and
1: I think like one on a serious note, I am encouraged that like he's he's thrown some bad picks, but. The coaches have not yanked him out of the game, and yeah. he's not like, "Okay, I'm in my fifth week, and I'm constantly looking over my shoulder, wondering is the transfer Tony Musket about <laughs> to snatch my job back?" Like, he, he seems to have been given the blessing to go, to go learn and live and grow, um, which I think is not nothing. Um, oh, I'm with you. If, if we want to get into like game decisions, there were some fourth downs that UVA could have gone for in the second half, decided to take field goals. Uh, I was not upset at either of those choices. Um, to that point, the defense had forced two, three and outs in a row, I think. They gave up a bad uh, gash play for a touchdown after UVA had cut it to one. Um, and then they forced two or three more punts in the second half, so i like i don't think there was any extremely bad coaching decisions. This was like an offensive lineman thought he could get away with some rough housing when the lights went out because another part of this is <laughs> the like u v a has you know, quote-unquote, enhanced the fan experience by putting in the LED light system. Right. So Virginia scores the touchdown. They need a two-point to tie it. Uh, The light show takes place, and the A.O. lineman decides to headbutt uh, one of his counterparts on NC State while the lights are out, thinking, I'm going to get away with this. Uh, Does not get away with it. So, That was bad, but that wasn't a Tony Elliott thing. That wasn't a like or coaching staff really gaffed it there. I mean, Um, I guess
0: sure. So discipline, discipline. You could you could make an solid argument is the responsibility of the coaching staff. Yeah, but I like I
1: I don't think he's doing this in practice, and they just like oh we still gotta clean that up in practice.
0: That's true. That's like. I mean that, that was a boneheaded. That's move. a one-off. That was not the that was not the only boneheaded move in a series of boneheaded moves. That got potentially more boneheaded as they went. But
1: so you think the Calandria penalty was more boneheaded than headbutting the guy? I think
0: that the Calandria penalty they could have called him for his helmet off, or they could have called him for taunting. Just like either way, like I just think it was. Probably I I, underst- I loved it. I loved seeing it. Right. I just thought that the. Um, I mean, I'm probably of the opinion that this is a. Uh, people should be able to taunt. I would encourage taunting more because I think it's it's more fun. Um, and like, come on. I mean, we have like an entire industry built around Deion Sanders that talking coach, right? So it's kind of like I I I. I but you kind of, the moment certainly got the best of him there. So they, they, I, I come out,
2: they did come out today and confirm that it was for the helmet and not for the taunting
0: okay yeah so that to yeah. me then like that's a little disappointing because like his helmet was coming off i mean if you want to like n- nickel dime it like they're not going to review that so um you now did he need to take his helmet off no i think you should probably also know you're not supposed to take your helmet off like that's fine the one that i have the biggest problem with is the leaping because it's a stupid rule but it's the easiest thing to like not to do yeah. um, and they did it and it, they bought the kick, and we all excited. And like, you're going to get called for that. That's, that's been a rule for a while. Um, but the fact that it all just kind of happened in such quick succession like that was, I, it was like, it was kind of just a, 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 a sort of a heartwarming comedy of errors uh, that like ultimately didn't really hurt the who's that bad. <laughs> but I, I also just side note, I don't think NC State's any good. Yeah. They I seemed see like they,
1: to be they fair, were, they, they,
0: they, moved, they moved it on Notre Dame. So, like, shout-out to yeah. shout out to freaking Virginia's defense. But, like, I saw not much from NC State. Sorry, Jason.
2: That middle tier of the ACC is fairly broad and mm-hmm. fairly thoroughly average, I think. Um, yeah. And so I, I, I do think it would have been a good win. Um, oh, and yeah. I think yeah. – yes. <laughs> they were right there but but yeah it, it's not like NC state was not world beaters for sure. they did not they looked a little messy uh Brendan Armstrong it still. A, it was
0: a Dr Bob special like it was a dr. dr Bob offense like um,
1: uh there
0: was some there were some vintage dr Bob moments in the game that we all we all got to just sort yeah. of chortle about and some vintage and, Brendan Armstrong moments for that it matter. was <laughs>
2: well I, it was it's very I still want to know what happened between last year and the year before because Brennan Armstrong that year he broke all those records was like so confident and like delivered balls and I obviously didn't well, much much.
1: offensive coordinators.
2: Did I did that ruin him like just badly? Yeah. I guess because like the la- Friday nights Brennan Armstrong looked exactly like last year's Brennan Armstrong and it feels like the year before that Brennan Armstrong was a completely different person and I don't know if he's like panicking and overthinking now but it's it's kind of dis- it it stinks. Like I hate it for him. He was awesome. So I don't
1: know. Yeah, I mean, they like they set all those records, and and then his
0: head coach quit. Like,
2: yeah, I guess I guess it's probably, it probably is that simple. But
0: yeah, I mean, looking did, back on it, it's probably almost more of a surprise he didn't transfer after last, like before last season. Yeah, just yeah, you know. Kudos, kudos
2: to been. him for for whatever reason, whether it's loyalty or whether he just loved at EVA or whatever. Like, kudos uh, to him for staying.
1: He Be tried. Beautiful.
2: It seems he like seems like it did some lasting damage to a guy who was super talented, which is a big bummer. But yeah. I do think – I mean, UVA is, is if nothing else, like with Calandria at the helm, very fun. Um,
0: I do like that they're pushing the ball down the field a little bit yeah. more and kind of like that's clearly what he's better at. Like I, I think that it was probably better that they had to take the two-point conversion from the 17-yard line than from the two-yard yep. line oh, I agree. because he's like a little bit just – too wild to be trusted down that close um he did absolutely shake a linebacker for uh for NC State one time like hit him with the like the okie doke sham god like it was it was awesome I I loved I love seeing it but um yeah I mean like we'll see Virginia might get somebody in like a really weird way but they also might and and they'll probably still be two and ten um but they they might have like a, a weird impressive win so we'll see how it goes yeah. I'll say well, this well, and
2: we'll circle back to it later. uh, they are a lot There's a lot more optimism, I think, around Virginia than there is around Virginia Tech.
1: well yeah, y- yeah, I realize it's a low bar to clear, <laughs>
2: but it is a bar to clear, so
1: yeah, we at least have a quarterback we're excited about sure uh while we're on the topic of these two schools i uh, I'd like <laughs> to correct two errors okay first, uh, I think I said that. Uh, UVA has William & Mary next They are actually playing Boston College BC, right, yeah On the CW this coming weekend, I believe Oh, right
0: after Cam Smith and the
1: boys tee it up You're going (laughs) to transition
0: to UVA football coverage
1: Um, The second, uh, I floated the question a few episodes back Which Commonwealth team was going to win their first game Completely ignoring the fact that Virginia Tech did in fact Allegedly beat Old Dominion in week Mm -hmm. one
2: that's
1: um, true. So we even up. discussed it. I got it wrong.
2: To be fair, Texas A&M Commerce uh, was a two-point conversion away from beating Old Dominion, not 24 hours ago. So, well,
0: thank you for being fair and adding that. Count. Color That's beautiful yeah. game.
2: Accountability. Sure. That's what we're about. Integrity.
0: Okay, let's keep it going. Wisconsin played Purdue. What happened there? Wisconsin did. Wisconsin scored. Scored some puntablos. Yeah, yeah. good for yeah. Wisconsin. I think they're right, one of their. Good backs got hurt, so I think they're going to be pounding the rock. But, um, well, I, I don't think their best running back got hurt, but they, they had some injury issues there, regardless. Um, you guys want to talk FSU Clemson? This one was s- sort of a fun thing that happened at, in it for the noon time slot.
2: Yeah, I was I was driving for most of this game, but caught little bits and pieces, and it seemed uh, generally. Like, cautiously optimistic for Clemson, but couldn't quite finish the job. Um, I don't know if that's just yeah. just that everybody got.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's weird. I mean, Clemson has two ACC losses uh, in September, yeah. which is um, wild. They're basically out of the race for the ACC for all intents and purposes now, so that's kind of strange. Um, Clemson was kind of putting the hands on FSU there in the first half. It was uh, – they – yeah, I mean, FSU is a team that you have to kill. Because they can score so fast, their quarterback is like, got to kill them twice. Yes, they've risen from the dead like six times in four games. Yeah, their quarterback is very slippery and really good, frankly. And they run the kind of high volatility offense with two like really, really, really excellent NFL-bound wide receivers. They throw a lot of jump balls, and they, I mean, looks. It's in some ways, it's kind of like the great Clemson offense as we saw, right? They they dominate on the outside and make life kind of easy for the quarterback. And the quarterback is really mobile. Um, It does a good job extending plays and, you know, he, dude, Jordan Travis gets hammered though. He gets hit so hard every game. I mean, he, that guy is tough as nails, I guess. I mean, that's also why he's probably always kind of limping and hurt, but I'm surprised Um, he he got popped, but I thought Clemson looked game. Um, Certainly a, a scoop score situation is probably a little bit unlucky. Their defense played well enough, probably for them to win this game. They had a chance to go up. With like a minute and or with like two minutes to go, with a 26 yard field goal that their kicker they pulled off of Wall Street evidently missed, um, which is a bummer. Um, but that is a, a, that's on you, Davo. That's a recruiting issue. You should maybe have a kicker. So it did give
2: us uh, a great. I forget. It might have been McDonough or whoever was on the call. Somebody, the color person, was like, "Oh, it would have been a would have been a Hollywood ending," and immediately. The response was, "Well, the writers are on strike and yeah. Yeah. yeah, live yeah. In yeah.
0: Bra- Bravo, but um, yeah, I mean, I I think Jason, you're, you might be on it a little bit. Like, truth be told, Clemson probably can take some positives from this because they looked, they stood toe to toe with a really good team, yeah. um, but they were not able to get the job done. And Clemson teams in the past that we've seen um, that have maybe underwhelmed at times. I'm thinking you're Kelly Bryant, Clemson year um type teams like they still got the job done um ultimately so yeah we will be interested to see what version of Clemson we have like for the rest of the year and if they maybe continue to make some strides their offense still seems really choppy to me they just seem like they have a significant lack of dudes at receiver um and that is curious yeah
1: i agree yeah i thought uh florida state like they did not look crisp and they didn't lead in this game until they took the lead and overtime. Right,
0: yeah, correct. Um,
1: but they did enough to stay in touch. And mm-hmm. credit to a good team for doing that on the road um, in a hostile diet, Death Valley. Um,
0: but yeah, yeah, cool, cool for the Knowles. Yeah, I mean, they stayed in touch, and then you get gifted six points. You get. Some points left on the board for Clemson. That, that's a recipe for letting a good team hang around. Florida State would it would appear they got a loss in them. I don't know. I don't know when that happens, or if they're just like gonna just do the thing this year and roll through. But um,
1: yeah, I don't know. Gut I, reaction
0: I don't, right now. Do you think Miami
1: or Florida have a better chance at beating FSU?
0: Uh, probably Miami, just because. Well, it's, that game's in Tallahassee. I don't know if both games are in Tallahassee. Hmm. I don't know that I trust, like, Florida to be able to, like, put together four quarters of, like, cohesive offense. Like, there's a, there's a path for Florida to win the game similar to how they beat Tennessee, um, mm-hmm. and that is play really good defense, get them off the field, and then have, like, a couple few monster clock-eating drives in the first half that just kind of, like, sucks the air out of the game. Um, I I just don't think that Florida State is – even if you're, like, two-and-a-half touchdowns down, they're not out of the game because they kind of, like, by their nature, go so fast and score so well. So, um, I don't know. Miami has really good playmakers. I don't really think Florida State's defense is, like, super awesome, especially the secondary. So, I feel like Miami probably has better, like, receiver talent and currently is doing a better job of getting the balls like, getting the ball down the field than Florida is. Which I think is how you should take advantage of Florida State. But I'm curious. I mean, I I think Florida probably has the best defense of the three teams. Noted. Um. But yeah, thanks for making me think about that. Looking. Well, can't wait. You know,
1: I'm sure it's been circled on your calendar for months. Anyhow, I mean,
0: I don't do the like refer to last year's thing, but I mean, Florida was like up and giving it to Florida State for a while during last year's game, I believe. Um, but I don't think you can just you can do any comparison to last year's team because Florida had Anthony Richardson and it was like that was a for better and worse situation on Florida's yep. offense last year, which is really strange to say. So uh we'll keep it moving here. Bummer for Clemson, go Knowles. VPI was at Marshall. We talked about this. Marshall covered. They covered the spread. Um tough, tough scene in in Blacksburg. Feels kind of like they did score first though. They took a seven nothing lead. That's true. I was worried. It was like ten to seven at one time too. And it seemed like we were chopping through it. But um yeah, I, I don't know. Some of some of our uh Virginia Virginia Tech correspondents on the Twitter seem to have been fairly quiet of late. Um, Weird. E- even even in their complaining, um, which is what they're really actually excellent at typically. And I haven't heard much, so I, I'm not getting a very good like read on what the vibes are uh in Blacksburg. Yeah. I can't imagine that they're great, but I also think that Virginia and Virginia Tech are both kind of like going through a little bit of hell right now on for for various reasons and uh, in in various different degrees.
2: There's a in, in my my Venn diagram still overlaps a little bit with some commentary from Blacksburg. Um, oh,
0: good for there's you. There's
2: a lot of anger at. Uh, the athletic director and like how athletics has been run the past few years. Mm, um, delicious. You, you made a comment about the fancy lights at UVA. There was there. I saw a dozen tweets on Saturday about anger at not having upgraded lights at Virginia tech and like all the technology at the stadium is outdated now. I'm just like, you yeah, guys like just in a bad place. Man, that's a
0: pretty that's a pretty soft complaint. I thought that was, all they needed was Inner Sandman to get those guys jumping, you know? It's, I
2: literally saw a tweet that said Inner Sandman isn't everything anymore or something like that. It's, it's, <laughs> things are dark. <laughs> things are very dark in Blacksburg. Um as that,
1: dark as Brent Prize Burgundy cocktail jacket. It almost. might be. It might be.
2: Uh, <laughs> on the field, like Virginia Tech cannot stop the run against
1: anybody. Uh
2: Marshall Which has a good running back. Not
1: good. Not good.
2: It's not ideal. Until Marshall they has play a good Virginia, running back. Because
1: Virginia can't really run the ball against anybody.
2: <laughs> it's going to be fascinating. Um, but Marshall has a good running back, but hasn't run the ball that well this year. And they gashed them for, let me see, 214 yards at 6.1 yards per carry. Or no, sorry, that's mm-hmm. per pass. So it was only five yards per rush. Um,
0: That'll well, you know what they say, your, Jason? Your coordinator paid. You're not going to mm-hmm. go broke making a profit, you know?
2: Dylan, I know it, and um, yeah, I I think there's a lot of complaints about both uh, offensive and defensive lines, and that's where most of the problems stem from. Which might be true. I honestly haven't watched that much actual Virginia Tech football, but um, it kind of seems like that's the case. But uh, I don't know. We'll continue
1: to monitor the situation. Yeah, I I don't know where.
2: I don't know if help is coming in the next year or two. I don't know what their recruiting looks like. Um, I know there was a lot of can't anger. Be, that,
0: can't be awesome. I mean, I'm sure they probably recruit nominally yeah. like better than Virginia, but like I think both of those schools like are at the at this point like incapable of really taking advantage of like Hampton Roads area yeah, stuff I, and yeah. DMV uh, area stuff like better than like Penn, Penn State State's or something lot. like that yeah. is yeah, exactly.
2: The seven five seven buoyed that program for so long and then Penn State and North Carolina, and all these others came in, and it's well, probably, kind of a negligible. Probably, you know,
0: you got Loxley at Maryland now, so that kind right. of is, like, that's that's tougher. To negligible recruit. advantage
2: at this point. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what their plan is. I know they're also still digging out of, like, there's, like, from multiple directions, real anger in, like, the high school coaching ranks in Virginia at Virginia Tech. Like, mm-hmm. many high schools were just, like, now the last staff never even called us about anybody. Like it seems like Justin Fuente basically wow. was just like, "No, we're going to get guys from Texas," and which Sleeper is a agent wild.
0: Justin Fuente doing the Lord's work out here, it's so just cratering a proud yeah. program.
2: Sleeper agent Justin Fuente, but I there was, was an so ESPN worried. article that i was that,
0: so worried about Justin Fuente. I thought that he was a perfect fit. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, this freaking guy! They got was, the guy."
2: Why? And and like on that note, there was an ESPN article like uh, a few weeks back, basically like a long read about the various ways that justin fuente and the administration of virginia tech like butted heads and could never work together and there was a lot of like no we did it this way under frank so we're still going to do it this way and it, it's everybody looks bad which you know mm. we just hate to see
0: you do you do yeah. hate to see it all right well thank you for that update um tough yeah. times in the commonwealth
2: uh, uh let's not pull will- with a broad brush here let's tough times in parts of the commonwealth
0: Listen, listen, cheating, cheating. Coach Signetti's out here looking at cell phones on the sideline, doing all manner of doing all manner of shenanigans. We'll, we'll, get, to him. we'll get to We'll get to it. I got something for him. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have anything for him. Congratulations to the Dukes. BYU was at Kansas. I watched none of this. Kansas is good. I think they're just regular is good. Four and oh. Yeah, for the second straight year. Yeah, since good I thought the, the first time since 1913 to 1915, they had a couple back to back. Uh, for no starts, so
2: good for them, man. Like, this well deserved. Super fun.
0: That coach is 100% going to be coaching Big Ten team pretty soon, right? Yeah,
2: that's I that's going to be devastating to watch, but and, probably and,
0: and Kansas State's coach, both of those guys are on my, on my flip watch for sure.
2: Kansas ran for 221 yards against BYU,
0: Broncos not calling that defense anymore. Yeah. The husbands, it's not Rocky the, Long's defense anymore. The husbands and fathers, or whatever Jordan called them, are, are just <laughs> yeah. not able to not able to track it down as well as they used to. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, I was like I'm gonna look up the score to this one. I did not. Do we know what happened in Oklahoma State? Iowa State. Did this game actually happen? I saw zero coverage of Oklahoma State won. <laughs> oh, uh,
2: wow. No, they did Iowa State won. Oh,
0: really? Wow, yeah, even more. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 34, right, so.
2: 27. Do you
0: think uh, is there ever a situation in which Gundy finds himself on a warm yeah. and or hot seat at Oklahoma State? Because he's I
2: mean, like real bad this I'm year. A, yeah.
0: He's he's the guy. I they mean, have a the they guy. have a
2: billionaire backing the program. I don't think he's just gonna like hang out with four and eights.
0: Well, he's a dead billionaire. Yeah.
2: Well, fair. They have an estate backing the program. They have his wind money
0: in the His program. wind farm. His windmills are backing the program. They yeah. continue to turn. <laughs> Um, shout out to Ben Pickens. RIP. Rest in power. Well, it's um, just
2: ethered, uh, Drake. Just a w- wonderful moment. <laughs> 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 all
0: right. We don't talk about this because obviously none of us watched it. Um, Charlotte played Florida in one of the most disgusting football games I have could recall. see. truly Did you Florida? watch all four quarters? Uh, no, I monitored too much of it. I got sucked into um, o- Ohio State, Notre Dame which was very compelling down the stretch for such a slug-festy kind of like low-scoring affair. But um, Charlotte UF, just weird. Florida, I'm pretty sure Florida probably had like four times as many yards as Charlotte. Charlotte's terrible. And Florida just like would drive it into the red zone and then just kind of fart around. I, I'm I'm going to give a little bit of benefit of the doubt there. Florida had numerous offensive linemen suspended and then like picked up a couple injuries in the first half. Um, I don't think Florida don't think was showing. I don't think Florida was showing their whole red zone package yeah. in this game, if that makes sense. Uh, I think we're just trying
2: to get home with a dub.
0: Florida has um, some kicking issues, college kicker issues this year. So they, I think, were more than willing to let Trey smack the kicker, um, kick five field goals in this game, and he made them all, five for five, record breaking performance for a Florida kicker. And uh, they scored a touchdown on their first drive, which they pretty much just powered down the field. This, uh, the highlight of this game though was Ricky Pearsall making one of the catches of the season. Um, that back, is, like that, an audacious attempt just to catch the ball the way he caught it, but like he like backhanded stabbed it, like and then proceeded to get he like dang, targeted. He did the Jumpman logo, yeah, he, he basically Jumpman logoed, palmed the ball into his chest, and then got like double targeted. Yeah, I think what happened Jason was the two Charlotte guys hit each other and didn't hit him as hard as it appeared. Um he probably because, got a glancing
2: blow, but it still yes, didn't look fun.
0: They overturned the targeting call, so you know, yeah. love to see the rest doing, doing their job I mean, out there, but the uh,
2: fact that he caught that ball and held on to it through that hit I, that is one of the two or three best catches I've ever seen in a football field.
0: Yeah, it was a tremendous catch. Um, you know, It's no tie-run pro throw, but still pretty awesome. So. <laughs>
2: can't, <laughs> can't all be can't. All.
0: <laughs> Just kidding. That catch has happened numerous more times since then. It's it takes true. a little bit of tie run shine, which is a shame. Um, Jason, tell us about the Dukes.
2: Oh, the Dukes played a fun one on Saturday evening. Uh, the Dukes came out and just absolutely – it looked like it was we were going against a like mid tier CAA team. Um, piled up a 24 0 lead in the first like 15 minutes and nine seconds. Like, first play of the second quarter, I think, was the, the touchdown to make a 24 0. Uh, and then just kind of, <laughs> well, no, that's not true. We trade like looking back, we we traded touchdowns with them a little bit. It was 38 14 right before halftime. They kicked the field goal to end the half to make it 38-17. And then we just kind of didn't exist for like 20 minutes. They had they had um, them.
0: they had had the Dukes right where they wanted them, down 19 and yeah, a half.
2: Right. And uh, Utah State piled up 19 straight. I guess it ended up being 22 straight <clears throat> or 24 straight, whatever my math is. I've never been good at math. Um, and tied it up 38-38 in the fourth quarter. And then – like, we didn't move the ball at all in the second half, and then we just randomly hit on a, like, 10-yard slant. Uh, that went 75 yards for a touchdown, and then our defense held, like, got two interceptions, including one in the end zone, and it was chaos. Oh we ended up in 45-38, and is was what just a game. hilarious. Wow. So, well, Dukes are 4-0. Made
0: the trip, Lo- trip to Logan, Utah, though.
2: They did. Came all the way back from Logan with a win.
0: That defense didn't travel, Paul. I don't know what happened. They didn't get on the bus.
2: It, well, it traveled for like 20 minutes. I genuinely like not to like joke about Jordan's favorite topic, but like
1: it, it's a serious condition. It kind of like
2: looked really worn down and sluggish in the second half, and like looked sure. exhausted. And so
0: I've been telling you guys this for years.
2: Too <laughs> can't argue with it. Yeah,
0: Coach Signetti's got to get the boys out there in the masks, in the training yeah. masks. Reinstate oh. the n ninety five, some right? You we'll, we'll,
2: we'll just pull off Florida and not cross the Mississippi for like 25 more years. That'll be that.
0: Yeah, I mean, that seems to be fine. College football's a regional sport, Jason.
2: Works out for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, we love to see it.
0: Let's go to my favorite portion of the, 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 the affairs here this evening. Jordan, take us to Pickville.
2: Ah, Logan's well, so happy.
0: To Pickville, we shall go
1: at your request, Logan. Logan, congratulations. Yeah. You put a four in the correct column this week. Uh, Four wins, one loss, one push. Oh, I forgot we hit a push.
0: A bunch of people got that Ohio State game
1: at two and a half, which is which is a shame. Yeah. Well. We record on Wednesday. So. So. I'm, not,
0: yeah, that's, I'm, not, I'm not giving you grief. I'm just you. There's, there was a lot of like plus two and a half talk on the timeline yeah. last night, and I was like, where are these, am I first getting this? But yeah. not, that I, not that I'm firing live bullets down here. I'm well, just, they're not getting it
1: uh, in Florida, I'll tell you that much.
0: Yeah, too soon. Thank you,
1: though. Uh, you're welcome. First game, as we discussed, Colorado at Oregon. Um I don't Ooh. think there's a ton to get into here. No. Dan Lanning was a singularly focused man <laughs> on Saturday. There
2: was a lot of <laughs> anger in that box score.
1: Um, and yes, the, the statistics and box score reflects as much. Yeah. Really think... impressed watching Oregon. I don't know that they will ever look that impressive again this year.
0: Yeah. Richard Johnson, I think, spent some time there from a a split zone duo had spent some time there this week and said that they, Oregon was treating this week with the utmost sense of urgency, like they were not going to be getting embarrassed and they were going to leave no doubt. I think the fake punt from like your own 15 yard line when you're up 14 to nothing already, um, just like the ultra FU move, like zero respect for Colorado. Um, that, was a,
2: that was a salty earth kind of. Play. A lot
0: of like unnecessary think pieces on the timeline about Ugh. things that Dan Lanning said in his pregame uh, thing. Uh, all I heard was a football guy. Uh, I don't understand why yeah. like it has to turn into some sort of culture war. Um, sure, I, I'm sure Deion Sanders rubs a certain population the wrong way, that are apt to be rubbed the wrong way by a lot of black, things. Black people in general, right? So like I, I'm not I'm not gonna like. I guess give that too much time, but it was, uh, you're well said Jordan, singularly focused <laughs> was it. He, um, he looks like a volunteer firefighter, um, Dan Lanning. He's got just like a little stash going, just, he's kind of just got the box haircut. Um, you know, it's, it's a pretty good looking guy actually, but he, he looks like he dabbles with some, some firefighting, maybe a little bit of search and rescue. How many
1: smelling salts do you think he hit on Saturday? How many what? Smelling salts. Oh my gosh! They,
0: they like went to him
1: a couple times, and he had the like crazed, like <laughs> smile. Like it yeah. was kind of the smirk. Like people were
2: blown enjoying... out. Like oh uh, yeah,
0: yeah, oh, yeah. I want more. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a butt whooping though. I mean Oregon. I don't know what their yards per carry finished at on the game, but it seemed like they were getting eight yards of carry minimum. Those, um, those first quarter
2: drives were a sight to see.
0: It, I think they were like, averaging like 10 yards of play. Um, Colorado had like negative 20, 41 rushing yards in this game because of all the sacks. It was just overwhelming. And I think it was Yeah, before. The,
1: sorry, before Colorado like actually moved the ball there at the end of the third quarter it was, I think, they had 39 total
0: yards to that point in the game. Right.
1: Which and that's a, like a, but...
0: yeah, a schemy offense that like can move the ball right you know yeah. you would think so um oregon's defensive line pretty impressive uh yes. they didn't like do anything too exotic they they pushed it around and Shadur is going to need to get better at um sort of his just pocket awareness um he, he kind of like back straight up and doesn't necessarily like help himself out he he seemed to, and, and this was probably by design, but Oregon did a good job of sort of like, what they say, compressing the pocket on him and not giving him a whole lot of like areas to escape to, which I think is probably design and skill, talent, size, just like all of the above. But um, there was some that it seemed like Shooter got a little, he was seeing some ghosts and, um, you know, he stepped up when he shouldn't have stepped up or he stepped back when he should have stepped back. Like, he made just the wrong decision a couple of times. And I yeah. think that was, that was just t- a little tough to see because he's been excellent this year so far, but he does, he has taken a lot of sacks this year too. I think he's just been able to kind of, you know, they've been able to pop big plays and that hasn't affected them, but against a defense that's good. And this yeah. well sort of schemed up, it certainly affected them.
2: That, that offensive line got, got run over a couple of times, but there were multiple sacks. that were just, just on chitters. Shoulders, um, sure. He, like you said, he just rolled the wrong direction. I was also uh, a little disappointed. It seemed like, and maybe they've. I didn't think they did this as much the last few games, but Colorado went east-west a lot those first two quarters, and I, mm-hmm. I don't think that, and, and Oregon probably saw something because Oregon went east-west a lot and got people into just bonkers amounts of space.
0: Yeah, um,
2: but I, I don't know if Colorado's secondary saw something, but it. They did not let. I mean, sorry, Oregon secondary. They did not let Colorado get like turn an angle or get into space at all. They they swarmed everything really fast, and I would have been yeah. interested to see if like it didn't seem like they were looking to to hit any slants or hit any posts or anything like that. But time is also a factor there, and you you need chitter upright for a couple seconds to do that, and they couldn't really keep them upright, and neither could heat. So right. just a very the, the those first two quarters were as thorough a. Yes. Whooping, yeah. as I have seen in a long time. So.
0: Yes, yeah. It was a it was a constant beatdown. Uh, Tom Fornelli was pretty upset on the timeline last night um at Dan Lanning because I think he had the Oregon team total over at like 42 and a half or something and I think did they end up scoring 42 so Dan Lanning talks a lot for a guy who can't even get the team total over which was one of the funniest tweets I saw the whole evening just like pure hater salty tweet about a bad beat uh, Dan Lanning sure talks a lot for a guy who can't even get his team to hit the team total over so and yeah good times um
1: let's let's keep it moving though also in the Pac 12, we had UCLA at Utah. Oh, <laughs> uh, a real, a real black and blue bruised affair here. 14 yeah. um, 7, I think, yes. ended up being the final tally. Yeah, Utah got a pick. Utah scored too. on, yeah, the first play, right? First offensive possession yeah. for uh, the Bruins. I didn't really check in on this one much. Um, I
2: don't th- I don't think we missed much.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I checked in on the towards the end because you th- see, like, push one into the end zone and then, like, maybe was going to get a chance to get the ball back. But yeah. um, this was, to me, a vintage Utah load him into the torture rack game. Okay. Um, Dante Moore is a freshman quarterback on the road at Utah and, like, got baptized in this game. It was a tough, it was a tough game for him. Um, and. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I, there's not much else to say. I mean, winning him after the game, just like I, that guy seems. I would love if that guy was the coach for my team. I don't know what it is. Like usually, I'm not into like rough, tough, defensive like guy. That, but he's he's got a vibe. He was great. I, head of I, hair. Great I caught
2: hair. the post game interview. He was very matter of fact of just like now nah, our defense just whooped their butts. Like that's yeah. That was as simple like, as it was. The offense. Yeah. I, the offense might be a problem moving forward, but. That defense. If rising is yeah, yeah
0: if, if the entirety of your offense hangs in on, yeah. in the grasp of Cam Rising and like the Robocop knee brace that he's going right. to need to wear to get be able concerning. to play at all, yeah, a little concerning. So I mean, I have my doubts that Utah is going to win the Pac twelve for the third straight year. However, yeah. they haven't lost yet. They just be one of the other good teams. So I mean, yeah. uh, there's not probably uh, too many more teams uh, as good as um, UCLA in that conference. But you know, there's a few, and it'll be. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting if they play USC. If they can knock USC off schedule, that's fine. But like, can Utah get to no. twenty-seven points in that game? I don't know. <laughs> so that's, it's going To give up points
2: if they can not against anybody, it'll be USC. But yeah, they USC got a will. they got a tough road to host. So they got, um, I think it's either a Thursday or a Friday night game at Oregon State this week, and then they're off. Then in three weeks they go to USC. Then they host mm-hmm. Oregon. Cameraizing over game after the bye, then they go to Washington. Oh, to and
0: Washington. then they finish the year
2: with Colorado. So, like, Washington looks so sweet. Washington is ripping people apart right now. <laughs> Someone's
0: asking, people are asking, is Washington doing a 2019 LSU? Because yeah. they might be. Um, and we're not, I don't think we're gonna,
2: we aren't talking about the Washington game, so it's worth pointing out. I saw somewhere that uh, Caleb is now co Heisman favorites with. The official Heisman pick of the wheel route. So
0: <laughs> Michael Phoenix Jr. Yes, that's right. And Keith and Slinging it. Yep. That game, the USC Washington game, could <laughs> be an all timer for that's the for the repetitive. for the, te- the team total. The, the the over is is well in play.
2: And over is gonna start at like seventy four and just keep going up.
0: Oh, it's gotta be it's gonna be more than that. Yeah. Wild. So that All was right. UC, UCLA, Utah, but shout out—I mean, shout out to Utah. Super impressive. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they just hold so like a, a Chip Kelly Stop offense dating. down like that, and they yeah. only scored one touchdown themselves, and were just like it, it didn't really feel like seemed. it was as close of a game as it really was. He just yeah. kind of they had them sort of at arm's length the whole time, which is wild, well, it's
2: relatively unchallenged. Speaking Our of
1: final three thirty game featured Ole Miss in Alabama. I think we mentioned this was the uh, Gary Danielson game, but it's taking some time to learn that, that it's not. Uh, yeah. Uncle Gary is actually in the nighttime slot now. Yeah. Um, oh, which, which is, is a,
0: a Big Ten game,
1: right? Yeah. It's, it's taking my senses some time. Well, that's so, good. Like, I'd rather not hear
0: Danielson prattle on during the... He's, he's a big-time prattler. I can't be having that. They call him Spencer Prattler.
1: There you go. You're yeah, the worst. We'll, we'll trademark that one for NIL purposes. Um, Ole Miss at Bama. <laughs> uh, Bama. Bama won the game probably the way like Nick Saban loved to win games oh, yeah. 9, 10, 11 years ago. Then he went through a fling with high-powered offenses yeah. and An awakening back of sorts.
2: Yeah. I, I think if you could have given it. him if you could have given him any way to win this game against lane kiffin he would have chosen this way
1: yeah 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 they... milro made some throws yeah uh jackson dart got the piss beat out of him
0: um that's <laughs> sick cleats though um uh, he he's right. got the eye black that just begs for it. Like uh who was that quarterback? Was it Jake Hayner that was just always getting wrecked out for a was it Fresno State a couple of years ago? <laughs> oh that pour, like, he was like the, the Eric Dungey memorial quarterback that's just getting waylaid um at all times, <laughs> but still does a pretty good job. So
1: Yeah, I mean I like I had all miss in this one. I had some hope early on they were moving the ball a little bit, uh, but weren't really like capitalizing on opportunities. Um, And Alabama hit a few big chunk plays and really ran the ball well in the second half. Um, I don't know if that's going to be a trend of, oh, this O-line is figuring out how to kind of impose will on people or if it's just a byproduct of this is Ole Miss defense that traditionally is not the stoutest outfit um, so we'll see. I think Bama could still be really good. Um, Ole Miss still probably going to score a ton of points this year and be fun to watch. Um, but I don't know that we learned a ton of new things about either new team in this game.
0: That's that's probably a fair assessment. I'm I'm just always curious how we talk ourselves into like Like Lane's offense looks so good against most everybody. And then it just seems like whenever they play Alabama, it's just so jammed up and, you know, the quarterback gets hurt. And, you know, I don't know. Kiffin's able to scheme it up pretty good most of the time. And they run the ball well and have a good quarterback. And it's just just curious to me how this has happened. Um, so many times with Lane, and every time like we want to kind of take the cheese on. I mean, I find myself wanting to be like, "This is the year, Lane's gonna do it." And then he kind of like says some weird things before the game just to kind of build some stuff up. And and then like I don't know, this was a kind of a fart, you know, womp womp performance for Ole Miss. So yeah, uh, you know, it was at Alabama. That's a tough place to go win a football game. I get that, but you only score ten points after kind of like running your mouth all week and pretending like you knew who the defensive coordinator was and, like, what the play calls were and, like, acting like you were, like, we're really up in the head of Alabama, um, you know, to only score 10 points is probably more disappointing than having lost the game, I think. <laughs> but they, yeah,
1: just, they yeah. had some streak of, like, I, I don't even recall what number I saw, but the amount of consecutive games they had scored at least 20 points in wow. um, was significant. Sure.
2: I also I saw a statistic that like you know we the the social media stuff and the trash talk all week is always fun but like this is kind of just who Lane Kiffin is at this point. I think yeah. I saw he's he's something like four and twenty five lifetime against AP top twenty five teams or teams that finished in the national in the top twenty five, um, and like he he doesn't have a ton of like signature moments. Like when you think about it, like. I don't remember that many of like big wins where he gets to like celebrate on the field and stuff like that of of big moments against impressive teams like this Did might he be... win the
1: egg bowl where the guy lifted his leg to pee like a dog? I thought he lost that
2: one, but you might be right. <laughs> I, thought
0: that, I thought that was why they lost, right? Yeah,
2: something like that. Okay. Like, anyway, like,
0: didn't it move their extra point back and then they yeah.
2: missed it? <laughs> yeah, something like that. But but yeah, I like I, at this point, would you kind of know what you're getting with Lane Kiffin? Like you're getting. A bunch of weird stuff and a, a wild press conference from time to time, and a like OMG this site is free, which is not anymore. T- tweet sometime during the week, and then you're probably going to lose to a ranked team by like twelve to
0: fifteen points.
2: And I don't know, it, it's right. it's weird you'll for be eight, a guy you'll
0: be eight and four. And you'll rack it up against you know right. the yeah against middling teams. You you give it, it to Arkansas. Absolutely hang one on Arkansas. Right,
2: and, and uh, so I. Yeah. It's it's weird for like Lane is a he's a significant entity in the sport of college football and he, between the lines, has not been stellar. It's it's an outsized entity in college football compared to his success.
0: And it's just really interesting because like he's probably done as good as you're ever going to do at all Miss, it and was, like yeah. I think that that is like impressive in and of itself. But I I think that his personality and his standing outpaces probably the potential that his job possesses, like, routinely. And that's what's even maybe more curious. You know, he's got an SEC job. That's cool. Um, But, I mean, he's no more successful than old Buddy was that was before him. Uh, That was, like, probably the high-water mark outside of, like, a um, pre-integration team that, like, won a national championship or something like that. So, anyhow. Curious. Very curious. Is it time for Lane And Ole Miss to see other
1: people. People are asking. Well, I'm sure we'll get to have that conversation Ah, like we did at the end of last season. And the season season Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. A tradition unlike any other. (laughs) Uh, We'll take it to the evening slot now. We had Oregon State at Wazoo. Um, I retroactively regret not watching more of this. This one... Uh, got out of hand a little bit there late. Oregon State made a furious rally to make it close and somewhat interesting. Um, But yeah, Wazoo won comfortably, but this game had like speed and violence and uh, hits and all, all of the flash, boom, bang words that you see in comic books were Speed. were popping up <laughs> I mean, yeah.
2: plenty of automatopoeia out in that field for everybody
1: yeah so it was uh it was fun good for wazoo um i i yeah, i don't really have any anything else to add other than that this one was uh, not in
0: my rotation either, just FYI. friend of the podcast, Colin Smith, was wearing me out about this one, though he was really sweating it out on Wazoo, so shut up. <laughs> but he, maybe we should call him and see what he's got to say. Yeah,
2: I'll him in. I, I watched a decent chunk of this first half. This was my uh, flip back and forth with the JMU game. Uh, Cameron Ward looked awesome in the first half, was just slinging that thing. and
1: He is Wazoo's quarterback for our That's listeners true. who don't. Pay attention who to aren't as familiar
2: TFW. with the Pacific Northwest? Um, yeah, Cameron Ward looked phenomenal and looked very fun. I don't know, I don't even know what his final line was. Um 28 of 34 for 404 yards and four touchdowns. So acquitted himself well against the beaver defense. Uh and then yeah, I think they they eased up. They only won by three, but it was because Oregon State scored with like 90 seconds left.
1: Yeah. And then the um, onside Oregon state almost got the, outside. I was going to
2: say it got, it got frisky on the outside kick, but, um, yeah, I, that was my, my main takeaway. was like, uh, oh, Cameron Ward is a dude. Like he was, he was spinning it and I would, I
1: saw him get absolutely speared into his own <laughs> line, yeah. trying, trying a hero throw. Yeah. It's like when you're dealing the way he was dealing, he was feeling, some stuff. Yeah. Um,
0: I really have to like, in spirit.
1: spirit. <laughs> yeah, run over to the sideline, and you're doing a pump. Like every time you hit your your arm side leg on the step, you're just ah pump, pump. And I don't have any more real estate left, so I'm just gonna <laughs> heave like do the jump pass. <laughs> and linebacker rover, whoever came over, and absolutely folded him in half. Oh, it was sick. <laughs> yeah, you texted us that he just got folded in half. Yeah,
0: uh, classic. All right. Well, yeah, Good for good. Good for Wazoo. A, a real feel-good story. So that makes them the champion of the Pack Two, right? They win the Pack I think Two. So. That's okay. Automatic bowl berth, Rose Bowl. Who's to say? It's gonna be interesting how the Pack Twelve. All all joking aside, how the Pack Twelve sort of shakes out here. There's a lot of like very capable teams. They could be uh, looking at um, a doomsday situation in which everybody beats each other up and nobody makes the playoff and they're clearly the best conference, which would be which would be awful yeah. uh, for how things have gone. I don't think they would let that happen, but, um, you know, it would be tough to see, like, uh, you know, the, the bowl selection committee group, like, really hemming and hawing yeah. over. Uh, they got two-loss Washington State Pac-12 mm-hmm. champion, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's probably good, yeah, not – not Oregon, not Washington, not uh, uh, USC, you know, or the, if we the, the just in the, the big BCS brands.
1: And we're like, no, we're going with uh, you know Georgia against Alabama. Uh, Ohio State. <laughs>
0: Maybe and, be uh, Alabama. That's amazing. Sorry Pac 12 Chris,
1: Speaking of Ohio State, the Buckeyes were at Oof. Notre Dame at seven thirty on NBC. Mike Tarico was on the call. Gosh, I love having Mike Tarico on. <laughs> uh, in all in all seriousness, love love Mike Tarico. the Dulcet Tones, the Speaker Bar.
2: He's no Joe um, Tess.
1: No, well, nobody is. Who could be?
2: <laughs> uh
1: had had a good uniform matchup here. Um, yeah. Lots of bright colors. They really popped on on the HD screen. Uh, Ohio State found a way. They won, at basically at the buzzer. They did have to uh, kick
2: kick the significant extra point.
1: They kicked a significant extra point to get it to a push, which was they, potentially not a, like the best decision to kick it, but whatever. Right.
2: Yeah.
1: Bronco knows. Yeah. Um. They then had to kick off. Kick went out of bounds. Hartman tried to throw uh a Hail Mary. Oh uh, they tried a well, little tried like, a little yeah. hook and white. Oh yeah, sorry. They oh, did the they pitchy started... the, what is this SVP yeah. it? Pitchy pitchy, pitchy
0: pitchy woo-woo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was uh, a pretty disastrous pitchy pitchy woo-woo too. Right. And, and, and anytime and it you
2: got handsome Sam getting just Blitzkrieg for the last <laughs> <Yeah>. one, and <laughs> right?
0: just throwing the ball forward. Yeah. after I guy. did
2: think there was an outside chance that he was going to throw it backwards, and Ohio State was going to run it back for seven and to clinch the.
1: Oh, the, that's happened before. No. What was that? It was in it was a Virginia uh, game, wasn't it? The Virginia game against some Texas Liberty Christian or something. <laughs> like, there's a school in Texas. They played that's Abilene. Uh, Abilene uh, Abilene Christian yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but One yeah it happened
1: against uh it was the like Raiders Patriots game last year too where they oh, tried- yeah, the no, Patriots like, guy just like yeeted the
0: ball right and it got big six going <laughs> back,
2: to back into these numbers <laughs> and yeah oh, um, man. we're we're going this far back in the memory banks because for like three and a half quarters of this game it was pretty boring there was not a lot going on. Was, there was yeah. good. There was good play, there was lot,
0: but there was a lot going on. I thought it was like pretty high quality for such what? a low scoring game. Yeah, I mean, neither team scored. They they moved the ball a little bit. There were, there were some pads popping. There mm-hmm. was some Ohio State's defense was very impressive, and Notre Dame's was very impressive in their own right. But yeah. Ohio State's defense really impressed me. I mean, they they um they were pushing it around. Uh, the DBs looked really good. Notre Dame maybe struggles a little bit to like really push the ball down the field. Um, You know, and and that's, you maybe are are splitting hairs. I don't know that handsome Sam was like, you know, a a gunslinger of your, right. Just like really flinging it all over the place, but um, that they could probably stand to improve there. But yeah, I mean, Ohio state kind of got a little bit lucky there at the end to be like in it. They, they had a, drive end in Notre Dame territory on, like, a very dubious end-around call um, on, like, a fourth and one that they needed that they just, like, yeah, it was a bad call. I don't know that I loved that. The, you know, having your one of your star wide receivers be the guy that, like, gets the ball and needs to get, like, a foot, like, he's not the stick his foot in the ground and just ram it up in there, guy. He's yeah. the guy that's going to try to stretch it to the, to the sideline and, and beat everybody to the corner. Yeah. And he did See, not, that, he did not do
1: that, that play. That situation is like, I just need to get the ball out of the woods on the golf course. I don't need <laughs> right. to try and stick it six inches from the cup. Your, Ryan, day tried to six iron. Yep. Ryan day tried to flag it and
0: he remained in the woods. Yeah. Great. yeah Great metaphor. Great metaphor. And it was, and, and, the, and he eventually ended up getting a little bit bailed out. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they, they got the ball back. They made a stop. They got the ball back to, to give some credit to the Ohio state defense. It was a pretty resounding stop to get them the ball back. And yeah. then featured a very near pick six on like a screen pass that a handsome Sam was trying to throw. Like the defensive lineman like jumped it and had it in his big, huge meaty paws and just could not, uh, could not reel it in. So yeah, um, now, Ohio State's quarterback also got away with some 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 near interceptions towards the last drive, um, but I think you guys pointed it out. I mean, he stepped into some throws and makes some ballsy throws. And that one that he made on the was it third and eighteen or third and yeah. fourth and eighteen or whatever yeah, was about the goal uh, line, you mean? yeah yeah was yeah. was a tremendous throw. They have really good receivers, yeah. so that must be nice. But also just uh yeah, I mean it was it was the fourth quarter of this game was very compelling. Uh, I didn't really watch, like, a ton of the first and second quarters of this game. So, Jason, you're, you're probably right. I'm sure it felt a little bit, like, NFL game-ish at times. Yeah, just kind yeah of when, like I, the, when I said it kind of, of stuck,
2: it. it was definitely – it was very two very, very good teams. I think it was two top ten teams going at it. Um, and that part was fun, but there just wasn't a lot of up and down. There wasn't a lot of, uh, you know – Oh, did you see well, the, that? If
0: the, the def, def, both defenses are ahead of both offenses, then right. that's what's going to happen. Yeah. so That's that very, very good, good
2: be... football. And there were a lot of people angry about um, – and I was I was annoyed at first that Marvin Harrison Jr. didn't get more looks. But, man, when you looked at – and they did they did a great job on the broadcast of highlighting this. Notre Dame bracketed him all the time. Like he yeah. could never get open. And he still found a way to get a few catches there in the middle of the game um, and then had a well, – nasty roll-up ankle injury um, yeah, and then came back and fun. made a diving catch and he's a <laughs> he's a monster but um so I yeah i think i think it was just two really really good teams that that didn't allow the offenses to have much it, it wasn't that it was that you know poorly played offense it was two very good defenses until the final two plays of the game at which point notre dame opted to go uh missing man formation and. Right, play with ten defenders, which is not ideal. After and,
0: one of them, after a timeout that they called, yeah. also which was Correct. that's the Al Golden special. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Al Golden. Yeah, the Al-Golden. Al-Golden. That's, that's the Al Golden difference. difference. And they uh, said, and Marcus,
2: days, yeah. Marcus Freeman had got asked about it in the press conference, and to his credit, didn't throw his obviously wrong defensive coordinator under the bus, and said, "Yeah, we only we knew we only had ten, but we didn't want to get a penalty." To which everybody was like, "You shouldn't have said that because it had been like a six-inch penalty, so <laughs> we probably should have just taken the penalty." But um,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean, it wasn't like it was a, a surefire run into the end zone either. Um, yeah,
1: had there still, been another body, got had in. there
0: been, had there been a body in that gap, a large three hundred pound likely body in that gap, yeah. that that is not a, a surefire touchdown. Because yeah, they
2: they um, ran it to the exact place the missing down lineman was, and yes. they
0: ran it to where he wasn't. Yep. Well, I mean, it looked like they were running like a like they had three down linemen at the goal line, like right. which was just another like very bizarre yeah, and they were thing all... for me to see. I mean, granted, Ohio State was also doing the, which is another. I don't want to be the guy that complains so much about the goal line package that involves shotgun runs, but it it is an epidemic sweeping college football that is pretty problematic. Like, how you can watch the Philadelphia Eagles run the freaking unstoppable tank push play for like two straight years and like you continue to snap the ball six yards into the backfield and have one running back with zero head of steam, like, have to corral the ball and then make a man miss and then run into the the meat wall like it just it just doesn't seem like it's doing good work and they like i heard one of the answers say like what a call by ryan day it's like i mean come on they went off tackle left like that's not what a call that's just yeah. he ran into where he ran into the gap where there was a missing player i mean they barely scored against ten dudes. genius offensive so, genius by ryan Day. yeah anyhow um i got into a spirited back and forth with friend of the podcast colin smith shout out big 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 evening for colin um, Jordan, he's on your block. He thinks Ryan Day's fraud. So let's go. Let's you're... go, Doctor C. Fire in, case in case you're wondering, um, yeah, I, I think there's, I think there's a little bit more to it than fraud, but. You know, we can maybe get into this conversation midweek if we want to.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, before we move on from Mr. Day, he got yeah. into a very spirited uh, soapbox. Gosh. Uh, and he took Tough. it to the press conference, too. I mean, he was, he, he had lots
2: of.
0: Uh, I didn't say. watch the press conference, but you know, he was part of it. kept going. Uh, it was awesome. I love, I love like, impassioned coach that just, like, can't really get out of his own way on on, like, saying words. He just, like, would randomly yell toughness. And then, like, it turned into Ohio. It's always been Ohio versus everybody, which was, which was awesome. Um, you know. When he, he did that thing, he, too, where, like. He took out Lou Holtz, which is great. Love that, you
1: know. Yeah. Find me Lou Holtz. <laughs> was basically.
0: <laughs> basically the message. Find me I that wanna old know man. Where, I want to know where he's at. Me and What's my friends he... would have killed Lou Holtz with hammers. I could tell you that. <laughs>
1: One of the greatest tweets. <laughs> of That's
0: uh, the worst
1: um,
0: probably, probably my favorite thing I've ever said on the podcast. But... Yeah. It's
1: up, it's up there with the "Don't be fooled by the rocks" that I got. Uh, 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 let's move
2: on before we say something indictable.
1: All right. Well, if we want to put a wet blanket on this. uh Iowa went to Penn State. Oof, they got. This is my loan.
0: This is my loan loss too, which makes me feel real dumb that I believed in Iowa. Iowa <laughs> scored zero points. The chase for three twenty-five is is not took, it, took a pretty big hit. Did no, yeah, Penn State uh, looks fine. Iowa looks just just disaster, disastrous disastrous <laughs> on offense. So hopefully this it ends our Iowa coverage for the year. But um, they'll sneak back in somehow, and they'll be playing in the Outback Bowl. You just bet your bet your butt.
1: Yeah. Yep. Well, I, I do not feel compelled to put them in another picker game unless the seed starts getting hot and then we maybe have some reason to talk, to talk about them again. But I doubt that's going to be the case. Yeah. I just
0: don't. I don't think. I think he's one of those guys that, like, it will take. They're still going to win, like, seven or eight games. So, yeah. you know, are you really going to. Who's Iowa going to go get? Urban Meyer? Go get? Yeah. Matt Campbell. <laughs> Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) The Cyhawk himself, as they call him. All right. Um, You guys got anything else? I mean, it was was fast-paced. It was a good weekend. The ultra ultra late-night slate was a little lacking. I I, kind of was buzzing a little bit after the Ryan Day post-game experience, so I kind (laughs) of wanted to – I needed a little, like, you know, downer just to watch some games, and I didn't find anything that I was really into, which was tough.
1: Yeah, USC kind of struggled – They look great with Arizona State, a spirited Arizona State.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think USC's got they got real problems on the defensive side.
0: And this gets back to my point about Lincoln Riley, (laughs) because Lincoln Riley is is doing the exact thing that he was doing at Oklahoma. Like he has the same with the same defensive coordinator that clearly is like. In way over his in way over his skis on this, like, I, I, way over his head. I, I just, yeah, it's an, it, it's interesting. Let's we'll see. Yeah. We're, we're keep an eye on that situation. Yeah, Oklahoma's yeah. defense. Yeah. Oklahoma's Oklahoma's defense, looks, Oklahoma's defense looks. really good. Side note:
2: Oklahoma looks very good as a team. They look fun.
0: They had Emory They're Jones in the torture cool. chamber. they Had Emory Jones just just seeing ghosts out there this week? Yeah. They only yeah. scored like. well they scored twenty points this week? Though. Was twenty to six was the final?
2: Um, probably, yeah.
0: probably exactly what what Brent Menables wants. To be honest, it's true. Just hard nosed, cocainey. But <laughs> all right, um, all right, cool. Well, if you guys don't have anything else, we can land this plane.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, it was it was a it was a very good week considering. I'm always wary after a crappy appearing week goes awesome, and then we get a great appearing week. Yeah, and it's going to suck. This definitely did not suck. It was delightful.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think the crappy games got saved for the NFL this week. It seemed like there were some, yeah. there was some. Well, shout out, shout out to Tua and the boys though.
2: Oof. Seventy points in an NFL game is tough oh, to fire. see that
0: happen to Sean Payton. Imagine yes. being Sean Payton and a dude wearing gray sweatpants joggers and like like who looks like the rapper Logic. Glasses just, just windmill stunk on just you. Yeah. windmill dunking on you like the entirety of an afternoon with yeah. shovel passes and backward shovel passes and no, we'll Tyree kit passes Hill kill over open over the middle must be fun seems like he is in a good situation all right ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us it's the wheel route podcast you can find us on Instagram at Route podcast you can send us emails wheel at gmail.com you can go to the website it's the you can get the show. You can see the pics. So you can check Jordan's math. Just make sure he's not lying on behalf of big, you know, big gambling media. Um, and uh, yeah, until we meet again, go Gators. Love you guys. Go who's?
2: Go Dukes.